Hey y'all, welcome back to Fanfic Feminism and Chill. This is Jenny, as you all probably know already, and this episode is going to be a little bit different because uh, when I read this fic, I knew immediately that I wanted to do an episode on it, and so I asked the writer, and she was like, yes, and I was like, Yes, but this fic is actually shorter, so it's got less than a thousand words. So for this episode, I will actually be reading the whole thing and then like stopping and then giving my two cents. So this fic is called I Hate Jim Burns by Stella B. Gibson and Me Too. And so this is actually, hey, I've actually gotten to the fall now. So this is from the fall, the TV series. Uh, it's a mature rating. Um, the characters are Stella Gibson and Jim Burns. Additional tags. I hate Jim Burns. Mention of attempted rape slash rape. And he's a misogynistic ass. Um, and the summary is Stella finally snaps at Burns because he's a, mis- he's a misogynistic piece of crap. Yes. <laughs> In the notes, it says, born from not just one, but two Twitter rants I had to night over how much I hate Jim Burns, mostly based off tweets from bisexual Reina and Micheline A, which is me, and this was posted in December, so I have no clue what those rants were, but I'm sure I made one, so I will go back and check my Twitter from December and see what I said, because I honestly can't remember. So yeah, we're just gonna go ahead and start. Let's get into it. Why are you so intent on making this so difficult? Stella looked up at the firm grip Jim had on her upper arm. She drew her eyes up to meet his, leveling him with a cold glare. Get your hand off of me now. The rage in her voice was barely concealed in her low tone and it brought those nearby to a standstill. Jim glanced around at those now watching them and slowly loosened his grip, flinching when Stella yanked her arm from his hand. Now, I don't know about y'all, but what is the deal with men having to touch our arms to try to get our attention? Why not just say, hey, or like, you know, try to get our attention verbally in other ways? Like, why do you have to touch our arms? Like, what what does that accomplish? Like, it just makes us uncomfortable. I don't get it. And I'm not a touchy-feely person anyway, so someone touching me with their arm, touching my arm with their hand is what I meant to say. Just what gives you the need to feel like you're entitled to my body in the even like a simple way like that just touching like no in the grand scheme of things it's like minnow it's like not the biggest concern but it's it also is like you know when you have the thought and frame of mind to where you think that like even touching us just to get our attention is okay then like you know it could escalate into other things i'm just like can we just like keep our own space personal space that is another issue what is it with men and not knowing personal space it just or even just people in general just like not no personal space just like and not to mention the fact this was a problem before the pandemic and i'm just like why what why can't we all just have personal space when, when did that concept go out of style i wish it hadn't i wish it, i wish the concept of personal traits would come back anyway moving on i am not being difficult i've had more than enough of your blatant misogyny throughout this investigation you have done nothing but slut shame the victims of horrific attacks promote your own sexism and have stood in the way of my investigation more times than i care to count you refuse to acknowledge anything I bring up until the evidence smacks you over the head and you're left with no choice. You have repeatedly brought up my personal life in an attempt to hinder my investigation. 
I have no time for your stupid childish jealousy. It is not my responsibility to ask every person I sleep with of their marital status. If they value their wedding vows at all, they would not be in my hotel room. It is hypocritical for you to put me down for sleeping with Olsen when you yourself were married too. I am sick of you pining over me like you're some lovesick teenager who has fallen in love with a girl who took his virginity. You were aware that it was one night at the time. It's been over a decade. Move the fuck on. Oh my god oh my god like all all the points have been made see because for those of you who have not watched the fall please watch it like it is it is so good just oh it's amazing stella gibson is such a feminist icon she's amazing it's actually also how i met ashley who i like to call the mother of the fandom because um she is amazing i want ashley to be my mom many of y'all she used to be badass uh oh gosh i can't even remember her old username to ashley sorry but she's badass underscore 203 now and she's au underscore ashley on instagram she is basically everything i want to be when i grow up i want to be as cool as Ashley. She's my fandom mom. Ashley, sorry, you're stuck with me, but it's actually how I met Ashley because I had all three seasons of the fall. Um, I know it's on available on Amazon Prime and it used to be available on Netflix in the United States. I'm sure some countries still have it, but I was, I, I say selling. I wasn't really selling. I was like, if you donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, then like I'll ship it to you for free. I like pay for everything. Like, you, you can just get it and have it. And Ashley was like, yes, me. And that's how we met because um, <laughs> we met because because my, well, we met online because we met, I sent my package and it got sent back because I didn't have stamps. And so I actually videoed myself spending it in the mailbox. And then when it came back, I was like, are you kidding? And so she videoed me back saying she got it the second time. And I was like, yes. And then we've been fandom friends ever since. <laughs> and so that's how I met Ashley. So if you don't know Ashley, get to know Ashley. She is cool. She is awesome. Amazing. Just an amazing woman. Ashley, shout out to you. But yes, oh my gosh, Stella B. Gibson makes so many good points in this. Here's my thing. I am so sick and tired of the double standards in our society. Like when she says, um, when she talks about the marital status thing, it got on my nerves so much how everyone harped on her because James Olsen didn't tell her that he was married. Why was it her responsibility to ask her sexual partner's marital status? It should be on the partner who is married to tell that person if they are married. I just, I never understood that. And then when it says how Jim Burns was married when he had sex with Stella, bro, when Stella was like, you're a married man when you spend the night in my bed. And I was like, oh snap because like you're gonna get on her for having sex with a married man who she didn't know was married at the time and he still sent her pictures that she one did not ask for and two when she didn't open it like dude just like get the hint and so when uh jim burns is like he was married stella and then she was like oh no 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 you were married too so uh, just i'm so sick of the double standards because it's the individual double standards that grow into societal double standards and those standards bleed into the workplace and our personal lives and it just always follows us and we can never get away from it and i'm just like are you kidding me Oh, and not to mention that when uh, Stella is washing, she was washing her hands in the bathroom after the dude, uh, trigger warning mention of suicide, when the dude killed himself, and uh, I think Eastwood is like, 
oh my god just like shocked and whatever and Stella handled that situation so professional and calm and just she was badass and then she's in the bathroom washing her hands and Jim Burns go he goes into the, the bathroom and I'm just like one like just again invading her personal space personal space that's um, anyway and then he's like do you have any idea the effect you have on men as if that's somehow her fault what so i'm in this uh fundy snark uncensored on reddit and it's like a community where we just talk about like just random you know fundamentalist families like the plas and the duggars and the bateses and stuff and i i've noticed a trend in like fundamentalist religion like i grew up southern baptist like just like most protestant and catholic and christian religions as a whole have such a um sexist view on modesty so like it's the woman's responsibility to cover up and if the man still sins and loves after her that's somehow still her fault even though she did everything she could like it's somehow women's responsibilities for men's sexual urges and then the men just don't have any responsibility it's just like you know it's always it's always like it's the woman's fault for the men lusting after her or you know just having impure thoughts about her and i'm like so we're supposed to be mind readers or like thought controllers now just what i just i never understood that and so i've seen a connection there as well where jim was like somehow it's her fault for the way she's perceived by society and i'm just like what like i i don't even know what to say about that so first it was her fault her sexual partner didn't tell her she was he was married and then it's also her fault for the way that she is perceived by her co-workers in society and men and i'm just like you are the problem jim burns you are the fucking problem dude like shut up and then we get to go into good old slut shaming because a woman's sexual liberation is suddenly to be judged and demonized by society and then he's also got gotten in the way of her doing her job for what male ego male entitlement i mean i don't know what i don't know what you want to call it it's both like just jim burns just fucking sucks moving on to the next paragraph since i have been here you have done nothing but criticize me be it for my investigative methods or for the choices i have made in my personal time also the countless boundaries you have crossed and disrespected your refusal to acknowledge it as my final answer when i say no to anything this is all not to mention your drunken attack on me in my hotel room i said no quite clearly more than once and yet you persisted what would you have done if i hadn't managed to fight back regardless of whatever misplaced feelings you harbor towards me it would have been rape jim at the very least your conduct since my arrival constitutes sexual harassment the incident in my hotel room could very well be considered attempted rape so it's stella's fault for the way she's perceived by society and the way that jim burns thinks that it's not okay for her to sleep with someone even though the person didn't tell her that he was married and then he goes and tries to sexually assault slash rape her so jim burns has the fucking audacity to slut shame the victims of paul specter a horrible criminal who has committed horrible crimes so he wants to slut shame the victims 
while also like making Stella out to be this person who just can't do her job while getting in the way of her doing her job and then attempting to sexually assault slash rape her outside of work when he's the one that demonized her for having sex outside of work in the first place i cannot like with all this audacity of jim i just i really fucking hate jim burns it's like you're really gonna sit here and criticize her for the torture she makes at work and outside of work when you make far far worse hers aren't even bad like you you're just you're just being a piece of shit at this point and see that's the thing like we know that Stella was able to fight back and she did the whole like palm to the nose thing and like broke his nose which was well deserved and then she were expect like she's expected to go back to work as normal she's expected to look her attacker in the eyes and work with him what if Jim Burns had raped Stella had you know not asked for consent had raped her and she would be expected to just sit there and watch her attacker you know criticize her for the work that she's doing to try to catch a criminal to catch a fucking killer we we know stella is able to compartmentalize and kind of just push her emotions like not let her emotions like get in the way of her work but the thing is that she shouldn't it shouldn't have to be that way she should have been able to immediately report him he should have immediately gotten fired and yet like she chose not to i or it's assumed that she chose not to report her attack and yet we're just or she's expected to just sit there and act like everything is fine and you know having just normal work conversations with the person who attacked her that is the reality for so many women and it is sick i'm sick and tired of it and you know no matter how many times we talk about this people men just refuse to listen this goes back into like the the not all men thing it's like well you know i didn't rape someone or like i'm not a rapist or whatever and it's like you may not have raped someone but like do you ask for consent every time do you make sure that she's sober do you make sure that she's okay like you may not be a rapist but do you sit back and watch as your other friends are like do you say anything do you protect the women because one we should need the protection in the first place you know we should be able to you know walk without being afraid for our lives but we can't because we live in a society and so we shouldn't need your protection but since you know men think that they are entitled to us do you like protect your friends do you protect your friends who are women do you do that do you actively speak out against rape and sexual assault and uh sexism and misogyny and misogynoir like do you speak out against that stuff or do you just sit back and watch and let other people do it because it's you know too much of a chore or you know it's just very inconvenient for you to talk about social justice like you may not be a rapist but you sit back and watch so and you let it happen so you are just as bad and that's not to mention the fact that stella said no a lot she's literally just kept saying no and the fact that she didn't just you know go and like punch him in the face like right then and there i probably couldn't say the same but you know she kept saying no and he kept persisting he kept like he was like touching her face which i when i go back and watch i look and i'm like they changed like the position of his hand so like one one shot his right hand is like on like up above and then the next is like down below and you can't see it's how the camera is it like the position of his hand switched and i'm like that's a production error but anyway and i'm like so she said no and then it goes back to disrespecting and just totally ignoring her when she did say no when you wanted to have sex with her and she was like no she said no no is no no means no 
know and so you should have stopped but we live in a society where male ego is valued more than a woman's safety this just irks me next paragraph but since we live in a society that cares more about a man's ego and reputation than the life of a woman at best you'll get a slap on the wrist and a promotion meanwhile i'll be vilified as a whore who can't keep it in her pants and cry to rape because i regret sleeping with you or when it comes to light that you didn't send me flowers the next day if you want to talk about being difficult jim take a long hard look at yourself in the culture we live and work in like oh my god like seriously do y'all remember the brock turner case with emily doe and they tried to they tried to vilify the two cyclists that caught him and uh, stopped him from doing anything else to emily doe and then the article that posted about it had his swim meet times at the bottom of the article and i was just like and the judge who was a i think this was at stanford so i'm going to go off that the judge who presided over the case was a Stanford alum and he was like oh you know Brock has such a bright future ahead of him or whatever and not speaking about the uh fact that he literally hurt a woman the fact that he literally felt that he was entitled to another woman's body that he changed her emotional state sense of mind just you know because rape is traumatic sexual assault is traumatic that shit leaves you with trauma that can never go away you know it may lessen and you may not think about it some days but there are going to be some days where it comes back and it just overpowers you and it just it's just so overwhelming and you literally sat there and valued the fact that he was a swimmer over the fact that he was literally sexually assaulting a woman and i just we really do as a society as a global society value a man's comfort more than a woman's safety and you know it's even worse for you know transgender women have way more like they experience so much sexual assault and they are uh murdered at a disproportionately high rate compared to cisgender women and it's like the hatred for women just does not stop stop we're expected to be what society wants us to be and then when we're not it's like our fault for whatever happens to us as if we can stop it but like stella b gibson is like so right so like if stella had reported it jim would have gotten like you know paid leave and she would have been she probably would have been fired because that that happens a lot of times and she would have been called it would have probably been in the paper and she would have been called basically like anything that you can use to discriminate and uh any derogatory marks against women just she she would have had so much shit just piled on like about her and her character and her personal life would have been um attacked and it'd been like well she slept with james olsen so she asked to sleep with him too you know consent is ongoing and so and also consent is not just about sex either i talked about this um in in another in another episode consent is ongoing just because you consent to sex with one person doesn't mean you consent to sex with another it's ongoing it's always like you always have to have consent and he would be able to not ask for it and then that means that she did and i'm just like i can't like i just it is so exhausting to have to constantly you know just remind people like 
to just talk about like how damaging this mindset is and then the people that really need to listen to it don't and that's like why we're still in the situations that we're in and it's the people in power that are you know doing this like you know what happened to Sarah Everard like an off-duty police officer killed her and her vigil was taken over by police and then they came and just you know made everything chaotic and I'm just like are you kidding and it's because people in power protect their friends and Stella Gibson is not a friend because she's a woman and I'm just like it's exhausting to just have to exist in a world like this anyway moving on the room was so silent you could hear a pin drop Stella's heart was racing with the adrenaline pumping through her system as she realized that all eyes were on her. Jim stood in front of her, shell-shocked and staring at her. He looked like he wanted to fight back, but for once, it seemed he was smart enough to keep his mouth shut. With a look around the room, Stella steeled herself and decided to make a run for her office before her composure slipped. Get back to work. The room stayed silent long after Stella had calmly departed, followed by Burns' far less composed exit. Everyone was stunned, not only at the strength Stella had to go up against her superior officer, but at the revelation she had made. It was impossible to know what to process first. Get back to work. It was Eastwood's voice that eventually bellowed at the task force, snapping them all out of their stunned stupors and bringing the buzz back to the offices as they returned to their tasks. And then thus ends our fic, and I am upset. Not a Celebi Gibson, that writing was amazing. And like, just, I'm just upset at the world we live in and the misogyny that we are constantly having to fight against. And just, and see, the thing is, Jim was technically her superior and so that is also an abuse of power and it's disgusting how society just allows this to happen to continue to happen but we really need to have a conversation surrounding the fact that when Jim and Stella have their conversation after he tried to assault her or you know he did assault her um he harassed her and they had that conversation and he tried to you know say he was like one of the good guys or he like he wasn't like the other dudes like you know the whole not all men thing and she was like you're not like exactly like Paul Spector but I said no and you like kept going and you like disregarded that and you just didn't you just didn't listen and it's like you know maybe not all men but I mean you did like you know not all men rape but you ignored her no you may not be exactly like Spectre you may not have killed women but you definitely don't listen to them and you definitely ignore them and you try to downgrade them and you try to make derogatory remarks about them and I mean just like like Stella said look in the mirror I'm gonna stop before I start ranting and rambling and not making any sense and we're gonna move on to our author spotlight this week's author spotlight is Rachel also known as red 2007 on AO3 Rachel is also the woman behind the x-files x-files the audio fanfic podcast that I mentioned in the first episode um Rachel started that and it's an amazing podcast and y'all should check it out they read the fanfiction and so it kind of gives you a um audio to you know help because some people you know may not be able to see as well or people just like to listen to what they're reading gives that um it gives that ability to be able to read by an actual person and not by just a monotone like computer uh rachel is in charge of that she runs that and she's amazing y'all should definitely check out one of her works it's called hope borrowed that is 
so so angsty and basically the summary is parenthood even theirs wasn't supposed to look like this and so it was written in april and i have to go and look for uh, i think it was for an uh, exchange and it's it was for the x-files angst exchange oh my gosh and it's it's she said it's written for the x-files angst exchange for val who asked for a fic about scully's state of mind leading up to giving up william for adoption and a bonus if i could work in some sort of futuristic hopeful dream oh my god again like rachel's just an amazing writer and her latest work is the collective solution and i think this is also for an exchange oh yes for the i think it's for the case file exchange if i'm reading the summary correct right correct right <laughs> and it says after a failed bank robbery attempt leaves three friends dead and a fourth dying without explanation Mulder and scully investigate the mysterious circumstances surrounding the group and are forced to confront some mysteries of their own it was last updated in december I haven't read the collective solution but i will start and i will try to read but rachel is read 2007 on ao3 oh it's o is based off red from orange is the new black that makes more sense and so she's got 15 x files 11 star trek voyager and one one day at a time that netflix show that unjustly got canceled and i think got picked up by another network but yeah no they just canceled it because you know netflix didn't put enough advertising into it even though they had so much representation in that show but no they didn't advertise enough for it so they didn't get enough viewers and they were like why didn't we get enough viewers even though they were the reason and then so they canceled the show but another network picked it up so she's got 27 works in all i had to do some math really quick golly (laughs) i'm terrible at math but yeah y'all should definitely check out rachel's works and definitely leave her some likes and kudos i remember i actually read hope borrowed uh once before and then i was like in one of those uh like really just really sad moods on twitter and i was like something about she had actually tagged me in something about it was like really angsty and she was like have you read this or like whatever and i guess i can't remember i was like oh my gosh i actually read this <laughs> it was so angsty and made me like it made me cry the first time i read it it was really sad because we all know how shitty chris carter treated scully and the whole william storyline thing and i'm not gonna get into that right now because it's i've now been recording for like 30 minutes at this point i'm not gonna get into it I'm gonna end soon but yeah I'm just like because Carter just really did a disservice with this whole William storyline plot thing and the fact that he either was like either William gets adopted out or dies was because he didn't want a kid in the movie because it would have been like too much work and I'm like then you find out that he has no kids and then everything just makes sense and it's like I don't begrudge you for not having children because not wanting kids is a valid choice and like you are free to make that because you know kids are a lot of work like I just not to have kids uh until i'm like 30 but dude if you're not gonna have kids can you at least educate yourself before writing them into a show just to adopt slash kill them or like adopt them out slash want to kill them this goes back to the whole male entitlement thing and it was like you know chris carter thought that he knew better than you know a woman who actually carried a child and so it or the or david Duchovny and the producer that had kids and he was like oh yes this idea is 100 percent great and mine and i take full credit for this amazing and 
great idea that wouldn't have been possible if I hadn't, you know, given the ambiguosity, ambiguosity, or the uh, confusion between was Scully medically raped or is the child really Mulder's? Like, if I had done that, then, you know, that, the whole, that whole thing. It amazes me why Enemy, Enami, that was written, written by William B. Davis, who was a creep in and of himself. How is that rated higher than all things? Which, like, really got into Scully's character development, like, character realization and was just a really excellent analysis of her character but no the one where it's where there's ambiguity ambiguity surrounding medical rape that was rated higher you know at this point it's like I shouldn't be surprised because this was a product of the 90s and like I'm not liking women at that point and like just not liking equality and justice and equity and stuff which are all different the definitions are different but like you're gonna have an episode about medical rape that rates higher than an episode the you know the first x-files episode actually written by a woman and, and not to say that just because it's written by a woman means it should be rated higher but it was just objectively better because Julian anderson actually knows her character and you know william b davis was a creep <laughs> so like why i just it just makes no sense but anyway i'm gonna stop rambling about sexism in the x-files there are many papers written about it and i know there's a couple people in the fandom that have written papers about misogyny and sexism in the x-files or just in society and how that connects to media and stuff so definitely ask them i'm not sure who has but it wouldn't hurt to ask but yeah so i think i'll end there and also i'll just end with a note that like misogyny and sexism sucks and we shouldn't be doing we shouldn't still be having to deal with this in the 21st century it's 20 fucking 21 but yet we're still doing it and so like it'll take a hot minute before we're able to actually get the majority to be like hey you know maybe we shouldn't hurt women you know just but we're not there yet and so until we do we had to continuously and continuously fight for it and without stopping or without rest so yeah i'll end there before i end up rambling even more making no sense so yeah i'll end there and i will see y'all next week do your best be your best i may have said that out of the order but you know it's whatever and i'll see you next week